0: We are good to go with more of the Matt
1: Wyatt Show. Coming to you direct and live. Here we go. Back with you, hour two, off and running. I'm Matt in the Bureau, staying connected to you because of C the number one network in Mississippi, C customer inspired. Check them out. At com, Roshana weighing in on Facebook, on the Murray West live thread, live comments thread over there, said, Top of the evening to you, Matt, Popeye's biscuit on me today. Yesterday she said somebody was so, they was dry as a Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, we got to get you to a better Popeye's then, Roshana, because most of um uh, most of the Popeyes I've been to had very good biscuits. In fact, I could hurt myself on them. And look, Popeye's chicken is really, really good. Okay, the regular one. But the spicy, the spicy strips from Popeyes, yeah, make your tongue slap your head off. That's what I'm talking about. All right, so drop a comment there. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, how do y'all on Facebook? Watching on Twitter also. Uh, you can also text the show on the Country Please in Text Line. Country Please and Sausage on grocery store shelves all around the Southeast. It is the best. Hands down. Jalapeno and cheddar and original smoked sausage flavor. That's what I'm working my way through right now at the White House. Dog Tired in Florence said uh, Matt, high schools use the military songs because those are written in context of having no stringed instruments and marching set points. Hey, look at there. I'm learning something today. How smart are you? Dog tired, this man, he knows stuff. It makes sense. Yeah, they don't use uh, fiddles and guitars and bass and stuff in the uh, marching band, do they? Although, (laughs) I will say this, a few years ago, A few years ago, we had a game, State, at Tennessee in Knoxville. I think it was – hold on now. I think it was – was it Moorhead's last year or his first year? I think it was his last year. Because, look, it was not a very good Tennessee team. And all State needed to be was, like, relatively competent on offense that day and they'd have won the ball game. But they weren't. Uh But what I remember is it was a beautiful morning. You know, we're way up in the press box there at uh, Neyland Stadium. And over the south end of that stadium, you could see the river right there, the Cumberland. And I was thinking to myself, man, it would not have done me any good whatsoever to go to school here. Uh, It wouldn't have worked. I would not have gone to class. (laughs) There's just no way (laughs) I'd have gone to class. I'd have been in that river. I mean, there's a boat. There's literally a boat ramp. Like what 300 yards from the from campus, right right there. <laughs> I mean, so this wouldn't have done. That was one thing, but the other thing that jumped out at me was they played uh, the the band, the marching band for Tennessee came out. I was trying to find it here on my board. Yeah, I got it. The marching band came out. They're doing the big, you know uh, hoopla and fanfare on the field before the game, pregame stuff. They play their, their Rocky Top deal, but they had an, an actual live bluegrass band. I don't know who it was, but guitars and mandolins and fiddles and bass and banjos and all this stuff out there. An actual live bluegrass band mic'd up, like, you know, had all their stuff, electric, out in front of, as a part of, the marching band. And they said so they're playing along with them. And so this band, when it's mixed in there right, playing along with that marching band... I gotta say it was pretty doggone cool. As you can imagine. Now it was a little bit of a different tempo to match all of them. But it was pretty neat now. I gotta give them credit for that. You notice no high schools in Mississippi use this one though, do they? Uh hey my my friend Coach Ross from Colin. Hey Ronnie, you still coaching at Colin? <laughs> he texted me earlier. He said, put a teaspoon of crab boil in your beans with that sausage in your red beans and rice. He said that's a game changer. Man, it sounds like it. Boomer Sooner asked me to play it again. Now, what was his reasoning for that? He wanted to hear. I got it on here somewhere. I don't know where it is. Here it is, Boomer Sooner. Boomer Sooner, Texas. So it said, play it again, man. I want folks in the SEC to get used to it. All right. <laughs> That's the Oklahoma fight song. Hog jowl with the simplest text of the day. That'll get him a. Little shout out worth a fight song. He simply said, Go Hogs. Yeah, Arkansas's got a great band. If y'all never seen it in person, they got a great band. Good fight song. All right, so what's next? MSU 1980. Country pleasing text line says, Matt, Get what? guess what this truck is doing in the right lane, in the right turn lane, sitting there with no cars coming. Uh-huh. I bet he's got his right blinker on, wants to turn right. He can legally turn right on red and go ahead and go because nothing's coming. But he won't go because he doesn't know how to drive. Where is that? Is that here? Is that the Capitol building here? I wouldn't know. I hadn't been there. Is, is that the backside of the Capitol? Where is that? I didn't quite recognize the picture, but, yeah, folks, learn that. We covered that this week. You can turn right on red. If you drive a car, I don't care who you are, 16 or 60, boy, girl, man, woman, whatever, listen. If you drive a car or a truck, you drive a vehicle. Listen to me. Listen. You can turn right on red unless otherwise noted by traffic signs. You understand? (laughs) I thought that's what that was. MSU 1980 is right there in front of the old Capitol. He doesn't know! See, well, well, he's in the listening area, MSU 1980, and I'm trying to do my part. Okay? (laughs) I'm trying to do my part. (laughs) We're going to flip it over to the phone line now.
0: You know what time it is.
1: Over to the phone line, the Davinci Equipment phone line. Mad Tiger hanging on line one. Mad Tiger, I was wondering when I was going to get to hear your voice. We just needed football to get here, apparently. How you doing?
2: I'm good. I'm good, man. But I've been playing nurse
1: and doctor to the wife, man. Oh, is she okay?
2: She's hanging in there. Okay. She's hanging in there, yes. Okay, good.
1: Good. I'm glad to hear that.
2: Went over to the game this past weekend.
1: Yeah, they really did look good. We talked about it earlier in the week. Um what what were your what were some of your biggest takeaways from the team? Talking about Jackson State. Uh discipline,
2: speed. Uh he stands played just as good or better than they did last year, and the offense was very consistent. Quarterback only what twenty four out of thirty or twenty six out of thirty. Yeah. Eighty six percent. Yep. Running game looked good. Uh, we missed a field goal. Uh, it's the goal, but I mean, played a real clean game. Uh, you know, I, I was very impressed. To be honest
1: with you, I was too. I was impressed too. Mad Tiger. Kind of what I said about it was, you know, it looked like you know they jump up earlier, up seven nothing, and then it looked like that first quarter they were just a little bit. I don't know if it's nervous or first game jitters or what, just a little bit out of sync. But once they got their legs under them, they just dominated the game, and I, they were much faster than the other team. They were so good on the yeah. offensive on the offensive line. I thought their offensive line was really big and really athletic. coached well, they were. When I say coach well, there was no sloppiness. There wasn't a bunch of penalties. I love the running back, uh, number five, uh, Mulligan. He's just a freshman. Is he really? I didn't realize that. He's just a freshman. Well, let me just uh, – I'll go ahead and say this. If, you know, it's just – I'm not saying it should happen. It's just the times that we live in, Mad Tiger. If he keeps it up, somebody's going to try to recruit him out of there. You you know what I'm saying? Oh, they are. They
2: yeah. will. Yeah. They will.
1: Yeah, but the quarterback, yeah, I was, I was super was impressed, impressed with him too. Yeah, he he threw the ball 30 times had four incompletions. One of his four incompletions was a sure enough catch that should have been caught. And and exactly. re- and he never put the ball in danger. And it wasn't like it was a lot of simple throws. It was a very – they were really balanced. They kept the defense off balance. He's rolling. He's pocket. He's play action. I, I was impressed with him.
2: I really was. I really was.
1: Yeah. What do you think about this weekend?
2: Ah, uh, don't be a tough one. Always is. Uh, last year we uh, we we waxed them very very good, but they had some players out for academic reasons. Right. Um, going to be a good game. Um, but if we stay disciplined, play a clean game, um, uh, I don't see a reason why we can't win. I won't say we will, but because that, and I've been telling people since they came into the league. They're gonna be our toughest game of the year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna be our toughest game of the year. Okay. We're all with the exception of Texas State. Which yeah. is uh
1: Division One, yeah. Yeah, division
2: one and you so gotta go to the Uber thing. We're the only someone that has beat them since they came into the league, uh-huh. uh not counting the COVID
1: year. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, and and that I wondered too, you know. It is only so much that this can play into it, but when you beat somebody as bad as you beat them last year, you know good and well that they have been talking it up and sort of using that as a motivation point to be more competitive in this ball game when they get another shot at you, you know. Right. So. That, that but
2: also, I thought Dion played a big part in everybody on the chair. I that. <laughs> That's
1: a good point. That's a good point. It's not like you didn't have a target on your back then. That's, that is exactly, very true. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just say, you know, I know it's just one game, and so I guess if we're being responsible, we got to be careful about taking too much away from just one game. But, man, Coach Taylor had that team coached up, ready to play, they were sharp. They didn't commit penalties. They did a lot of different things on offense. It was not vanilla. Defensively, they flew around and tackled and hit. I mean, he he deserves a lot of – I mean, and kind of flying under the radar because, you know, in terms of national media and stuff, Mad Tiger, once Dion left, they just forgot about Jackson State. But I promise you, they they looked a lot yeah. like the same team to me. They looked, good.
2: they looked good. I was surprised that ABC showed them on prime time last weekend that was the first time they've ever been on mm-hmm. national
1: television hey and I know what did you think about uh the sonic booms tribute to Tina Turner
2: Awesome they always are uh, you know I told you in the homecoming queen they're undefeated man I can <laughs> I can't recall the last time they've actually lost yeah they probably have won for for a decade or more yeah they hadn't
1: lost <laughs> I agree with that. I agree with it. Yeah, I didn't know what it was going to be. I had see. I didn't get to see the game live. See, so I was sitting with my family in the living room, and I guess this was you know the next day or whatever. I pulled the entire game up on TV. We watched the whole thing. When it was over, uh-huh. I, flipped, I flipped over to YouTube, and there was the halftime show. I was like, "All right," I said, "Mary, lady, watch this." And we turned on the halftime show. And when I heard the first song, "What's Love Got to Do with It," I thought. They're doing a Tina Turner. And then they spelled out Tina on the field. It was just it was incredible.
3: (laughs) It was great. It was.
1: So, good stuff. Well, hey, listen, uh, it's so good to hear your voice. And to Mrs. Mad Tiger, give her our best. Tell her we'll pray for her and hope that uh, everything goes okay.
2: I appreciate it, man. It's yours, too.
1: All right, great. All right, man. Talk to you later. Mad Tiger. Listen, y'all, I'm telling you, it's not just blowing smoke. If you watched him play, we're going to see this weekend. He's right. It's a much tougher test this weekend with FAMU in FAMU, Excuse me, in Miami. Uh, you learn a little bit more, but they sure looked good last week. I know that much. I know that much. All right, uh, let's go. Matt in Forest on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves. Said Matt. Uh, I'm a Bama fan, but I've got to say Rocky Top will give you chill bumps. Boy, they do a great job with it, don't they? They really do. And loud and sing along. And that's when they have a bad team. You let them have a good team and <laughs> they really get into it. Uh, G from Brandon, Texas Show, said, Does anyone divulge the details of the champion tiebreakers when the SEC does away with divisions? No, I don't know. Um he says, I hope points scored doesn't become a deciding factor. He says, nothing worse than watching Bob Stoops run up the score on everybody that they could. He said, I'm not an Alabama fan, but Saban has the most class playing subpar teams. Yeah, you know, isn't that true? Subpar teams, and they're going to beat them 30 to nothing. <laughs> every time. 31-nothing. 35-nothing every time. Uh, or whatever the case is. 35-7. <clears throat> yeah, I'm kind of like you. You know, you don't want points scored there, really, because then you you kind of put the coaches in a position where they don't have a choice. You know, you you know, to be fair to your team, you try to score as much as you can against everybody you can. And I wouldn't think that that would be a part of the tiebreaker when they do away divisions. It, it'll have to be some other formula. There are several steps before you get down to that, I would think. Tiger texted the show and just simply said, Go Tigers. I think I know why he did that. Is because it was because earlier Hog Jowl texted in, and all he texts was uh, "Go Hogs," and he got his fight song. And so Tiger responded with "Go Tigers." So I will give him LSU. See what I mean? A and M, like it's upbeat. You just scored a touchdown. I mean, let's go. So I tell A and M the fight song too slow. <laughs> Let's see, Millwood, Texas show, and he said, Also, Matt, the left lane is not for slow traffic. Move over. Dog tired in Florence said right turn on red is not allowed in Phoenix. Possibly Arizona. Asked Jason from Flagstaff. Well, it ought to be. And it is here. I ain't in Phoenix. <laughs> <clears throat> And somebody else was asking this. What about the Golden Band from Tigerland? Well, you're getting it right now. Here's a little bit of. It. I like it when LSU does what they call Chinese Bandits. They still play those. And do that when they when their defense is out there, right? Yep. Uh, Debbie on Facebook on the Murray West live thread over here on the live stream on Facebook says Hail State Matt. Have to catch hour one replay. Go Dogs. Yep, it'll be available for you when the show is over. If you want to catch it on the stream replay, or you can uh download the podcast on Apple and Spotify and Google Podcasts and place like that. Just search the Matt Wyatt show. I mentioned the uh Murray West Live thread. Murray West is in New Albany, Mississippi. Same town as where I'm I might get my coffee from High Point Roasters. Murray West. Hashtag. Look here. Hashtag Go West. <laughs> a uh, Mississippi-based, right here in New Albany, embroidery company, embroidery firm. Custom uh, apparel since 1996. Large, small, all in points in between. If you are a, an individual a company, a business, any organization, and you need, even if it is a very large order, when I say very large, I mean very large order. It could be embroidered shirts, hats, any kind of apparel, stuff, uh, what we call swag, stuff we all get, swag, like this hat right here. See, it's got the Murray West. I've been telling people that MW stands for Matt Wyatt, but it actually is Murray West, but it could be Matt Wyatt, like this hat right here. So... It's uh, the sewn-on, sort of that vinyl patch. It's raised. It's a Natchez Trace Parkway hat. I get that there. All kinds of stuff. So check them out, murraywest.com, and follow them. Look them up on Instagram if you haven't already, Murray West official. And if you reach out to if you need some stuff done, shirts, hats, it's the best. Trust me. I'll tell you more about it coming up. Tell them I sent you. Blind Squirrel, Georgia fan. Much better than nasty old Rocky Top. <laughs> he liked the Sonic Boom a lot better than Rocky Top. Over to the phone line, the divini Equipment phone line, with two minutes before the break. More Bully
3: on line one. What's up? Matt, congratulations, my friend. What's up? Unbeknownst to you, you just passed the
1: test. What do you mean?
3: Because... Well, the over/under was you would not even look at my at the text until one minute and seventeen minutes into it,
1: or until after the commercial break.
3: You, <laughs> you got right to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, well, you just, well, I will say you just wasted about forty-five seconds to a minute of your call by congratulating me, but I do appreciate
3: it. Oh, I don't. I don't have much to say. I want to <laughs> tell you. Do you know? I know in downtown Jackson. I don't know if it's... State law, but you can turn left on a one-way street. Well, it, red.
1: If it's one way, right? Yeah. If it's one way, that way. But
3: people don't know that either. <laughs> now, the worst one in the city of Jackson is at Old Kent Road and the end of Lakeland Drive. Okay nobody will turn right
1: <laughs> they just Ever. won't do it huh <laughs> they
3: just won't and don't think i haven't honked the people before
1: <laughs>
3: i bet you have all you people listen turn right on the old cannon at the end of lakeland please
1: if nothing's coming I'll you know, can please. turn right on red i
3: don't live in farther anymore so i don't get it that much but okay. still when i go down there
1: yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. Hey, uh, if I don't talk to you hey, before then it...
3: hey, have a good ball game. Um, Thank Saturday. You. I'm Thank off. you. Thank Today's my Friday.
1: Okay. Well, either today or tomorrow, Hi, uh, send send Jake and Beaver some pictures from the swimming pool. Either today or
3: tomorrow.
1: Uh, I told I told uh, Beaver I'm getting in the pool
0: every day. <laughs> so I'm right. gonna clog it up. Y'all stick around. From the amazing hits. The amazing play. Matt Wyatt has got it all
1: for you. Just listen to that. All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Swamp Dog on the Murray West live thread on the live stream for the show it says USC's band doing tuck gets me pumped. I wish the Maroon Band would do similar. I don't know what that is. Off the top of my head, I don't know what that is. USC has one of the more recognizable deals, to me anyway, like growing up, one of the more recognizable tunes that you would hear on college football games. They would do the Trojan March. Time Will Ferrell dressed up in the thing and led him up the street. (laughs) Yeah, it was like a little toy uh, Roman uniform and a little plastic sword. He's leading the band, like literally leading the USC band. (laughs) It's good though. I like it. Hey, look here. This interesting question. Brings up an interesting thought. I had not thought of it. Of all the different things that we did, uh, comparing teams, talking about opponents and all that jazz leading up here to the beginning of uh, the week, uh, this season, I should say. I didn't think of this. All right, so Grady texts the show and says, who would win if Selah played Mercer? All right, Southeast Louisiana, whose State plays this weekend, versus Mercer, who... Ole Miss plays this weekend. Oh, he meant Tusk. Okay, Swamp Dog meant Tusk. There you go. Got it. All right, so somebody said they're comparing. This is what we do around here. We're comparing our opponents now. Ole Miss's opponent is Mercer. State's opponent is Southeastern Louisiana. Well, now what is Mercer? What conference do they play in? What... (laughs) Oh no. They're in a conference cuz they went 5 and 3 in it last year. But what conference in it is it? It looks like they're in the same conference with teams like Gardner-Webb, Wofford, Western Carolina, ETSU, UT-Chattanooga, VMI, Furman. All right, it's the Southern Conference, SoCon. All right, so they're in the SoCon the same as Samford, right? Or were last year. Now, what I don't know is have they moved up at all. I don't know anything about Mercer. I'm looking it up right now. SoCon. SoCon football. Click. Let me tell you a little bit more about SoCon football. So those are the teams. Citadel. East Tennessee State. Furman, which is in where? South Carolina. Mercer, which Mercer is where? in Georgia. UNC Greenville, Samford, Charlotte, VMI, Virginia Military Institute, uh, what, UNA, University of North Alabama, and Wofford. Yeah. So it's FCS, what used to be 1AA, right? I don't know what conference CLAW is in. (laughs) government, What conference are they in? But it's the same level, and I was I was looking it up here uh, because they have this common opponent. To your question, who would win if Selah played Mercer? Um, well, they have a common common opponent at the end of last year. I'm going to tell you about it here. Southwestern? No, they're in the Southland. Okay, so SOCON is the one that Mercer is in. The Southland Conference of the FCS is the one that CELA is in, coming in here this weekend. So in the Southland, you got Southeastern Louisiana, McNeese State, Nickel State, Northwestern State, HBU, Texas A&M, uh, Corpus Christi, right? Or is that Commerce? It's, it's cut off on me there. Lamar, and incarnate word. Okay, so... You know, similar conferences there. Well, this is what I'm looking at. Last year at the end of the season, last game of the regular season, Samford and Birmingham beat Mercer 50 to 44 in double overtime. The following week, the first round of the playoffs, Samford beat southeastern Louisiana in the playoffs. 48 to 42 in overtime. <laughs> so they look about the same to me. Now, you know, wins and losses, common opponents. I didn't look all of that kind of stuff up. Looks like last season, Mercer was seven and four. I know that the last two or three years in a row, Selah has been a nine win team and in the playoffs. Last year, they were a nine win regular season team. And lost in the first round of the playoffs to Sanford. But if you look at it from Sanford's perspective, they played back-to-back games at the end of last season against Mercer and Southeastern Louisiana. Sanford beat them both in Birmingham, both in overtime. Beat Mercer in double overtime. Beats Selah in OT. So yeah, who would win if they play each other? I ain't got a clue. I don't know what their teams look like this year. I know that Southeastern Louisiana comes in there with a new sort of quarterback duo, or half the duo was back. Last year they had a guy named Cephas Johnson at Southeastern Louisiana who's like 6'4", was really fast, had played some receiver and running back for him previously when they had Cole Kelly at quarterback, but then played sort of a mobile dual-threat quarterback for them last year alongside uh, Eli Sawyer, who was more of their throwing quarterback. Cephas Johnson was trying to make the Bucs as a receiver. I don't know that he made it. Uh, in this camp he graduated and so there was this QB at Northwestern State in the same conference who's supposed to be first team all-conference QB well he transferred from Northwestern State to play this year at Southeastern Louisiana and so now those two guys uh, are there I don't I also know that Selah lost a lot on defense, and including a couple of guys who were maybe their two best defensive backs transferred out via the transfer portal. One of those is going to start at corner for LSU. In the last two three years, he's been like an All American at Selah. He's now going to play at LSU this year. Transferred up, they had a safety who had been a like a FCS All American kid that transferred to Minnesota, and they lose some on defense. So they get they're they're. You know, they're replacing some really key players at Sea this year. So who would win between those two, I don't really know. But interesting to look that up. They both played Sanford at the end of last season. They both lost to um both lost to Sanford in overtime at the end of last year. All right. Who sent me this? The real unnamed texter sent me a picture. uh it said new product alert country please and smoke sausage pineapple jalapeno and pepper jack what and that one says yeah that's what it is they have a new flavor and this is the this is the place that's the actual place at country meat packers on highway 49 in florence a sweet young lady is holding up for a photo there Two packages of this, and the flavor on it is pineapple, jalapeno, and pepper jack cheese. Bring it over here. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Goodness. I got a new flavor I got to try from Country Pleasant. What's that guy on the internet say? Give me some. <laughs> uh, Rebel Rex texts the show and says Mercer was on ESPN last week playing South Alabama. I think Mercer runs the spread, but they looked small and slow. <laughs> it was the old uh, Johnny Hill, I remember, uh, you know, the old football coach. He was at Tupelo High School, I think, what, um, for several years. And, of course, at Oxford High School for many years, a great coach. And one year we, we interviewed him, and he gave us that line. He said, well, we're small, but we make up for it by being slow. <laughs> that was his line that he gave us. All right. Hey, back over to the back over to the Murray West live thread. All right, Hunter says on Facebook. Now, I this is a comment coming in on Facebook. I'm not I'm just seeing it for the first time, so some of y'all might have to verify it on your own if it's out there on social media. But Hunter says on Facebook On the Murray West live thread, Spivey posted on Twitter that he got notified that he's ineligible two days before the season started, which would be today, right? So did he really? I want to see that. That would stink. That would really stink for your your tight end room uh, going into the beginning of the year if he thinks he's eligible and turns out he's not. But help me out with that. All right, back over to the country pleasing text line. Rebel Rex. Uh, final score of that game: Mercer beat North Alabama UNA seventeen to seven. That was the final in that game last week. Mercer with the touchdown in the fourth quarter to extend a ten to seven lead. So low scoring ball game before that uh, touchdown in the fourth quarter. Thanks for, thanks for sending that along. That one had... It's, or as Dizzy Dean would say, that one slid right by me. <laughs> All right. Who's playing who in high school? Uh, I'll give you the schedule for tonight's games when we come back. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around.
0: And get to talk about it with
1: Matt Wyatt right here, right now. Hi, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau. Go with the home team. I'm Matt. Beavers here, the whole crew. Still got some time left with you. So, uh... Get on in here. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona, Texas. the show. Another country-pleasing text line where they got a new flavor called pi- pineapple, jalapeno, and pepper jack. <laughs> How good does that sound? Jason in Flagstaff says, uh, I had to look this up for you in case y'all do want to come out here next year. This is roughly 30 minutes away from Phoenix, and they're not shy there. Okay, wild horses. Visit Mesa. Hey, you know what, Jason? Look on the schedule. I'm, I'm not looking at it. Isn't isn't it next year that we have a trip to? We have where are we going? No, it's not uh, 10 p. Where are we going? I'm going to Arizona State. I think we have a game at Arizona State next year. So that's what you're talking about. So in Mesa, Arizona, they have wild horses out on the loose. Let's go. I would love to see that. Trip texts the show. What's up, Trip?" He texts us on the country-pleasing text line. says, my daughter and her family are living with us while they look for a house here in Madison. They always have very <laughs> fancy sausage because their daddy is a vet, has lots of good connections for sausage. I bought some country-pleasing sausage, fixed it for them. They initially turned up their noses. Now they ask if they can have some. More of that great sausage I got for them. That's from Trip. Okay, so, so wait a minute. No, it's not. Sven it's on YouTube says that Arizona State is in Tucson. He meant Arizona. Arizona's in Tucson. So is Arizona State in Tempe? How close is that to Mesa? <laughs> I could look it up. I, I probably should. I could. Probably should. All right. If you're tuning in on the radio, here's your games tonight. If you're listening live here in the middle of the day, games that will be going on tonight around the state, high school football. And, man, oh, man. And I know this, maybe the whole thing, but I know in northern Mississippi it is some kind of fall-like. And I know it's a tease. It's going to get hot again for a little while before September is done. But, goodness, I went outside this morning. It was 63 degrees out there. It was like cold in the house. I walked outside. I was going to turn the sprinkler on, expecting it to thaw me out a little bit. It didn't. It was colder outside. (laughs) 63. And some people from other parts of the country would go, wait a minute, is he saying cold in regards to 63 degrees? Yes. Comparatively. All right. uh, Games tonight around here. Any? Not a one. You got West Marion at Columbia, other parts of the state, North Mississippi tonight. You got Walnut and Faulkner. You got Smithville going to Hatley, Saltillo and Amory at Tupelo High School. Told you that story earlier. Downtown Tupelo is turning into Amory, flying Amory flags, letting Amory use the facility because they don't have a field right now. Tornado tore it up back in the spring. Um, Pontotoc at South Pontotoc. This is MHSAA. Myrtle at Potts Camp. Choctaw County is at New Hope. Buyers goes to Holly Springs. There's games tonight. Do we have any MAIS games for Thursday night? <clears throat> I do not see any. So just a handful of games tonight. Then a whole bunch of games starting tomorrow. Uh, Friday night. We'll have a lot of fun tomorrow night. All right. Back over to the phone line, the Divinity Equipment phone. He's going to explain it all to me. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona. What's up, Jason?
0: Uh, nothing much. You missed a bunch of my texts before that one. Okay, um, okay. the so, story about the river at Tennessee made me reminded me that the Salt River runs right behind the stadium at um, Arizona State. Really? And I, yeah, I was telling you bring your fly rod.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh,
0: it I, Got me remembering. You said something about wild horses one time, and that same river runs. All the way through Southern Arizona, pretty much. Okay. And you get outside of town, just about anywhere, and those wild horses are all over the place.
1: Is that right? That river. Wow. Yeah. So that might be that might be a trip that we gotta you know allow for some time to go on a little outing or something, depending on what the game time is. Anyway, that'd be fun. Yeah. Anybody
0: wants to come out here? There's there's a lot to do that does not involve being in the big city of Phoenix yeah I guess the best stuff is outside
1: yeah as are, as is the case in most places. Hey, Jason, I'm never yeah. ask you this. I'm just curious. People in Arizona when they hear your accent when you speak do they- do they notice it or react to it in any way?
0: yeah, but they're they're Yankees as far as I'm concerned, so
1: <laughs> so who cares whether it? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, they're most of the people out here are, are from somewhere else anyway. But and the ones from California really stand out. But I think that's universal everywhere. <laughs> those people from California,
1: yeah, quote unquote, those people from California. Yeah, I got you. Okay, yeah. I was just curious. That's good. All,
0: All right, right, I'll hang up. And
1: listen, thank you, Bye-bye. thank you, Jason. Appreciate the appreciate the call. My man, Jason. From Iuka, Mississippi to Flagstaff, Arizona. Uh, okay, Andy comments on YouTube on the Murray West live thread. He says, uh, What do you think of the Jaquarius Spivey news, the NCAA is a joke? Well, I just heard about it, Andy, a minute ago when Hunter on Facebook commented on the Murray West live thread, said that Spivey posted it on Twitter that he has been notified that he is ineligible here a couple days before the season. So, you know, I, I don't know any details, you know, regarding you know, what's the story and why and how and when and all this. I mean, I know, cause I know he's been at practice. I saw him at practice. Uh, and, you know, you hate it because if he can't play, if they can't get that resolved, if for some reason he can't play at all, it's tough for State offensively. Um, I'd say it's tough. It's just tough because he's one of two tight ends. You know the other guys on your roster that are playing tight end for you primarily are players who have, you know, transitioned from. You know, they're trying to convert from another position into a tight end to give you players at that position on your roster. You got one guy, Gody, who transferred in from Georgia. He's a tight end. But you generally the thought he's going to have more than one, <laughs> if you really want to utilize that position in certain ways. Certainly, like heavy packages, if it's going to involve tight ends as pass catchers and. Spivey is this long, tall athlete, you know, who really fits the bill. And if you can't use him, it just takes one weapon away from you and sort of would limit then your your personnel packages that you can use, I I would think. Or, you know, basically that or it means someone else has really got to grow up and step up fast at that position. And, you know, and it's tough to do. State does have a kid who is big 6'3", heavier receiver in Harmon, a Mississippi kid who's an excellent-looking athlete and prospect and kind of a hybrid, you know, not necessarily as big and bulky as your typical tight end, but certainly not slight by any stretch, and you could move him around and, and all that and put them in different spots. You just have to be a little more creative, I guess, if you don't have a player like that. But I would also say that most likely, you know, most likely it's a deal where your coaching staff has, has all along had some contingency plans if there was any sort of eligibility issue. And if they knew about it, in any sort of way, um, Keith commented on Facebook and says, uh, "Why can't the NCAA people that make those decisions do it quicker?" Yeah, they've never really been quick with those decisions. Um, it's been one of the complaints for a long, long time. Whether it was with you know eligibility issues, clearinghouse issues back in the day, or you know enforcement issues and <clears throat> committees that are investigating certain things, why can't they go quicker? Yeah, I don't know the answer as to why. I just know that, really, if you are, let's just say it like it is, okay? Let's just say it point, point blank, just flat out, real plain and simple, take away – brush away all these little minute little details out from away from your face and just, let's just admit something. If you, are, if you are the governing body of an athletics association, that's your purpose, that's your job. You are the governing body of, the, of this athletics association. Then decisions like whether or not players can play ought to have a deadline on it of a certain time before the season starts. And every last one of those decisions that is up for grabs is made by that deadline so everybody can move on with time, including the kids themselves. And the fact that you are a governing body that hadn't put some sort of gate two weeks out from the season, you let everybody know by then, just shows you (laughs) they just have never really known how to do what they want claim to do they do a little bit of it they organize this over here and organize that but they've never really done completely what they say they are there to do and they really have never forked out the money to hire enough people to do it instead they just pay themselves the ones who do work there that's what I don't like about it alright that's it for today tomorrow it's on same time same place in the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio see you then see ya